Hey everyone, and welcome to the pod. I'm Bridget Aileen. And I'm Jen Oceana. Here at the Uplifted Pod, our mission is simple. Follow what lights you up. We chat about all topics that inspire and expand you to dream bigger and align with your highest self. So are you ready to be uplifted? What's up, guys? Hello. Welcome back. Okay, we're just going to jump right in. <laughs> Me and Bridget are very giggly right now because we've been sitting, not recording for a very long time. I wish you guys could see our little cave that we have now created. It's really fun. It's very cozy, so I wish you were here with us. We like to sit on the ground, and so we were sitting in chairs for our first two podcasts, and it's like this, no, we need to be sitting on the ground. So we have like nice blankets and pillows. It's really good vibes. So if you're listening, grab a pillow and a blanket and come join us on the this ground. Is sponsored by Marshalls and Marshalls Blankets. Literally. <laughs> Let me just drink my water. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So recently, Bridget and I both have really been diving into our finances mm-hmm. and like money, money mindset. And so we really want to share with you things that we've been learning along this journey. Um, one major thing for both of us and I know like, especially I feel this way is like combining the energetics of the money mindset that you hear in, you know, I guess in like manifestation Mm -hmm. like that, Mm -hmm. I don't really believe in fully thinking always like this, but you know, sitting and thinking very positive about money and money will come to me if I have positive thoughts and all of that. And combining that with like the actual, actual tangible Mm -hmm. actions. Yeah. I feel the same way. And I actually think back because I don't know if you knew this, but I went into school as a business major. And so I did all business classes. So I took like accounting, finances. Yeah. um, And I took microeconomics and I absolutely hated it. Everyone hates it. I hated it. And like, I mean, basic concept, like cool, but like so boring. So I think that we're kind of almost coming from different ends here. Oh, for sure. Like, I love that you are bringing in the tangible parts of this and also the manifestation and then working it all together. I guess I don't want to call it manifestation. I think it's just like the energetics Mm -hmm. around money. Mm -hmm. Cause like, Mm -hmm. I don't think, yeah, I don't want to call it manifestation. All right. But does that make sense? Yeah. Right. (laughs) But does that make sense? Like the energetics around money? Because I think like I know in the past, literally looking at my bank account was the scary thing, but that's an energy in itself. Mm -hmm. So I really am such a believer in like, having a positive money mindset. I can't talk today. A positive? What is that? I've been like stuttering. Maybe because I have gum in my mouth. Do you want to continue for a second? Um, And actually, Jen, you really got me inspired to like take a look at this again. Oh, thank you. You told me about rich dad, poor dad. And it was funny because Eric, husband, told me (laughs) to, you guys need a family tree, Um, told me to read this book or he had read it a couple years ago. And he was like, it was really interesting um, and it just been sitting on our shelves. And then you, I think around December, we're like, yeah, I'm reading this book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like trying to take control of my finances. And I'm like, that really excites me too. Cause we are not taught this kind of stuff. We are not taught this kind of shit in school and it's frustrating because yeah. like, we want to be empowered and like feel like when we open our bank account, like we know what's happening, we yeah. know what's going in, we know what's going out. Yeah. It's just taking control of our finances. 
So I feel like we kind of want to dive into the different steps that we've done energetically Mm -hmm. to really have power and control and a relationship with our finances. And then really just like really basic tangible actions. I don't want to dive into anything like really deep here Mm -hmm. with the tangible. It's more Mm -hmm. stuff that you could do literally today that can help you just be like, okay, I'm taking control. So you want to start with the energetics? Um, Yeah. I mean, one thing that I've done, we can kind of just like list a couple of things, but we're sitting here and what I did with one of my old clients is we made these little boxes that are like the universe has our back boxes. So we filled them with like anything that just like reminds us that we have trust in the universe, that we have something that is there for us. Um, We decorated them like they're super cute. And in it, one day I was walking and I found $20 on the street. So I was like, this is going in my box. And I have in here like different kind of vision board kind of things. And someone else gifted me a little bit more money. So I put it in the box. And now anytime I open this box, it's like, okay, I have money. Like money is my friend. Money is there for me. And the universe has my back. And that's like what that kind of proves to me. So that's like one thing that I think someone could really easily do. I love that. And it's like really fun. Like we actually had a great time. No, that's what I'm actually liking the best. It's just like (laughs) your box design. It's cute, right? Like it's very cute. And that's so like just Stop. so like fun there's things. yeah there's like sun and moons and I think all there's something that. even in it too that's like astrology oh like, I love that yeah I wish cool. we couldn't show you guys I don't know yeah I don't know how that would be possible but <laughs> um so like Bridget finding the $20 on the ground kind of goes into like my tip is like really seeing all money on the same energetic level mm-hmm. so if you're finding $20 on the ground mm-hmm. or you're finding a penny on the ground you best believe that's the same energetic level in the universe. It is maybe in our material planes. It's not, but energetically it is vibrating the same. And so if you're looking at that penny and like, Oh, it's just a penny, whatever you're showing the universe. Like, I don't really care for that energy. Like, I don't really want that energy. And it's really being excited for any money that comes into your life. If it's a penny or a hundred dollars. So true. And I literally just cleaned out like my room and I cleaned out like old bags guess what was in those old bags money and I was like whoa like yes. let's go like celebrate that money yes it could be a penny and you're yes. like woohoo yes. I got a penny oh and it feels so good to have that excitement mm-hmm. I think with and I love what you're saying because like with any amount of money like a dollar cool I found 25 cents on the street once like that I was excited about it's it it's literally <laughs> vibrating at the exact yes. same you are right frequency you are totally right we just put a value to it here mm-hmm. on like our earthly plane but mm-hmm. like Mm-hmm. universal I think that stuff is gonna change too like that's what some of the astro kind of reading things I've been hearing that like our currency is gonna change um and that money won't be like the main thing and I don't really know enough to be like this is what's going to happen in 2027 but I think it's an exciting it's 2027 the year it is isn't it I don't know it might be 2027 year 2027 is something like with human design cycles okay I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's really funny. Yeah. I'm actually also doing a Kriya. So in Kundalini Yoga, there are like different Kriyas. And I was specifically Do you want to explain doing... what a Kriya is? Because I yeah. don't know if I ever will know. Good idea. So in Kundalini, there are Kriyas. And Kriyas are sets of... Kundalini is a type of yoga also. Sorry, Bridget. Yeah. No, this is good. Okay. Basic layman's terms. Kundalini Yoga is the yoga of awareness. that helps you tune into your innate power and potential within. And this type of yoga uses movements, mantras, mudras, which are hand gestures, um, breath techniques, meditations to all create a certain kriya. 
and there are thousands of kriyas to elicit certain outcomes. The one I'm specifically doing is for abundance of prosperity. Mm -hmm. And also they say that like in doing this kriya, it's not just about monetary wealth, but how else are you like successful in your life? What opportunities are coming into your life? What like just being in that openness to receive all the wealth I think that actually translates like to money. Like, yes, I have actually gotten money lately, like, which is awesome, mm-hmm. but I've also been gifted opportunities. And I think it's about seeing those with all of this, you know, money work. Oh, uh, it like inspires me to want to do it. But Kundalini is very tough. And it is for a reason. It is. It is. Cause you but it's amazing. might want to give up, but you don't give up. It's just like shows how you show up in life. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, I mean, how you do one thing is how you do everything. It's amazing. Highly recommend it. The Kriya is called um, Subak Kriya. It's S-O-B-A-G-H. We can put it in the show notes, too. Yeah, it's highly recommend. There's a YouTube video out there that you can find. It is good. It takes 16 minutes a day-ish. I mean, we all have 16 minutes, but sometimes I don't want to do it. And then I'm like, well, why don't I want to do it? (sighs) I'm not giving up on myself. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I love it. It's good. It's really, really good. Mm. Let's talk about having an intimate relationship with your bank account. Yeah. All right. So you maybe see it a little more intimate. I can I can go into it how I was taught and how I really like looking at it. Mm-hmm. So kind of in the same way as like, okay, you find a penny on the ground and valuing that penny. It's the same with all money and your bank account. So it's like, if you're going into your bank account, like, oh, I don't want to look at it. I don't want to go in it. See that bank account, all that, your money as your friend or maybe someone you're intimate with, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Imagine you had a friend and you were like, oh, I don't want to see you. Like, I don't really like you. Right. They kind of wouldn't want right. to come hang out they're with gonna you. Wanna, they're going to want to move away from you. Exactly. So it's like, see your money literally as your friend. Someone you're excited to see. Mm-hmm. Someone who you want to come hang out with you instead of someone you're scared of and you don't want to look at it is hard to get past looking at your bank account. And I actually, I feel like I don't even have advice of how to get past that. I, I, still I just with did. Too. Like I've definitely had that feeling of being like, okay, let me log on to chase and let me see. And then being like, <sighs> I think maybe n- taking control. And like, we'll talk about this later when we talk about the tangible actions is like, if you're tracking your spending, which I know mm-hmm. we'll get into how to make that much easier. You're not going to be scared when you go in there. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's where I stopped getting scared. Cause I was like, I know exactly how much is in there. Yep. I'm not surprised. Cool. Love it. Love all the money that's in there. That's amazing. And now, so I'm now I'm not afraid because I'm not going to be surprised. Cause I know how much I'm spending. I know how much I'm making. So true. So, so true. I'm excited to go look and be like, mm-hmm. Oh, Hey, mm-hmm. cool. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really having a positive seeing money as your friend and like we are friends I love you come hang out with me Mm -hmm. love to look at you love being around you yeah so it's like shifting the dialogue about the situation and shifting the entire dynamic really and like as I said before you mentioned something about opening your bank account and I had this like thought of like it being a portal of a relationship that you can deepen and be more intimate with and that's really what it feels like it can be. It's like an expansive opportunity for you to be like, okay, this is this is cool. Like, I love this person just as what you're saying. But I'm feeling like literally envisioning it as a portal. Like you and that money, like working synergistically together. 
And I think I'm going to try this too. Yeah. Like I haven't actually tried this. This is just the idea. But I really like that. Let us know like what you're doing. Yeah. Because I feel like, yeah, like let us know the steps you're taking in future podcasts. Will do. Will do. Um, do you think our parents had the same? Oh, yes. Right. Like feelings about money and not knowing so I feel like when I think about like millennial generation, for those of you guys that don't know, Bridget and I are both in our mid twenties, which is so weird to say <laughs> mid twenties. What? Um, so we're millennials like on the end spectrum, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, I feel like the baby boomer generation just had a completely different like economic s- life yeah. and status and all of that. So I feel like, it's, I think a lot of people get advice from their parents, but things are so different now. And it's not that baby boomers and older generations don't understand money. Cause I'm sure they do. But I think as far as, I don't know, like where we are at as millennials, they didn't experience at our age. Mm. Like people had like houses and like full blown houses at our age. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's very, very different now. Yeah, and I think one thing that's also different, like I see this with, you know, what I'm doing and what you want to do in the future too. I'm not getting paid. I don't have a salary. You know, I don't have a 401k plan that like through an employer. Yeah. I don't have paid sick days and stuff like that. So I think that the structures are also changing and that's what can be felt because there's just more opportunity with technology for people to like make their own business and do what they want and make a podcast like this. So there's just like different avenues that so many people can take. So it's not so cut and dry. Like you'll have a pension, you'll put money here. You're going to make this amount of money, yada, yada. I think that's one of the shifts too that I've definitely felt because I've had to be like, okay, well I need to like do this on my own. Like I literally need to take control of the amount of money that I'm spending on business things. I need to take control of the amount of money that's coming in. And plan for retirement too, because your paycheck isn't just doing it for you. Exactly. Yeah. So I think that's a big thing. I actually, in a future podcast, would love to dive into like 401ks and like Roth IRAs and Mm -hmm. all of that stuff Mm -hmm. for people planning for retirement. Um, Because that's something that I also don't think anyone's taught. Or really, it almost is hard to realize at our age how important that is. Yeah. So my, I would definitely love to My dad always says like, we need to be at our age. This is the amount, this is the time when you need to be putting the most yeah. amount of yeah. money in these kind of things because it works with compound interest. Yeah. It literally grows. The money grows in itself. So I think that's a really great idea. Um, and I want to mention this one thing that I said to you before with this like shift of wealth. And I think this is really exciting with, um, I was listening to another podcast um, <laughs> with Guru Jagat, who is a really big into Kundalini yoga. And she has created the Rama kind of family of Kundalini things. And she was talking about that we're seeing now the biggest shift of wealth, like ever, because the wealth from the baby boomers generation is moving to the millennials. Why is that a big deal? Well, the millennials care about the environment. They Woo-hoo! care about climate change. They care, they care about like other humans yeah and the biggest shift is that the money is now in the hands of the people who care about the people they care about their health right they're going to yoga classes it's like crazy. i have chills because like this is huge <laughs> this is huge versus like the money being in the hands of people who just want power and are willing to yes. sacrifice other humans for that and that is the aquarian age like this is the time that we are living we're taking in. over people Woo! yeah literally so 
So this is an exciting time to be alive. And it's an easy, even more exciting time to be like, all right, let's take control of our yeah, finances. Yeah. Let's get the money mindset right. Let's figure out what we should actually be doing tangibly to see the results that we want to see. Actually, this is like such a random thought reflecting on this. I would love maybe in like also another podcast um, <laughs> to look at like our birth charts yeah. And to show what house would be like? the second and the eighth house. Okay. And, but you could also look at like, you know, different like signs and stuff too. But like, okay. that's mainly your second, your eighth house would hold answers a little bit to money. Like your patterns with money. I would say, yeah, in a way. Yeah. But I would also say you could also look at like, maybe like your ascendant, your sun and your moon mm. that will show you patterns too. Hmm. That's a whole yeah. other episode. That's but that would be super exciting. So like I could maybe do your chart. Yeah. So people can understand maybe how to look at their chart or yeah. something like that. I think that would be really cool. Awesome. Um, so Bridget also brought up, this would probably be like our last one. This is kind of shifting from energetics to like the tangible steps. So Bridget brought up um investment versus cost or like an expense. Mm -hmm. So do you want to dive into that? Yeah, I guess because like what I see and what I'm doing really in my coaching and teaching and workshops. Like I do have expenses, but most of them are investments. So I'm putting money into my future self, into bettering myself, which I find is very, very different than just an outright cost, right? An outright cost is like probably it depreciates. I think depreciates the moment you buy it, like shoes or a car. Like that's not really gaining any value for you versus an investment in self, like you doing this astrology school is like, okay, well now you're going to have the skills so that you can go forth and build and build and build. So I think when it comes to looking at your finances, take a look and go back through your months. Hey, am I investing in self or am I spending my money on nights out drinking with friends? Yes. Um, and, and that will help you see. If you are going out and spending your money on drinking with friends, that's awesome. Totally. Just be conscious of it. Eric and I did a husband we did a, <laughs> we did a look at like what we we're spending money on and most a lot of our expenses were going out to eat and we actually were like fine with that yes it's our way of connecting like we love going out to eat it's literally like mindful spending yes, yes. just that's awesome do you love spending 14 dollars on your organic almond butter yes cool <laughs> like, i actually, don't yes <laughs> wait me and dan bought 14 dollar bread the other night is it from Dean's? Wait, it was pumpkin <laughs> bread. It was the veggie bread. Wait, wait, no, it was paleo bread with like seeds. Yes, but it has it's, vegetables in it. Yes, so, so good. So fucking good. We almost bought it yesterday. Wait, we bought it. We didn't know how much it was. We bought it. And Dan's like, wait, we have to get it. Now we want to try making it because it's so That's good. so funny. Um, Dean's Market, where are you at? Yeah, for Sponsor. real. Um, Yeah, right. Sponsor. Are you kidding? I would love that. It's awesome. Um, But yeah, I... Or, yeah, so just, like, mindful spending and, like, it's okay if you want to spend money on something. Just make sure, like, it means something to you. Okay. doesn't always have to be an investment. That's great. But, like, if it's if it's valuable to your life and improves your life and it just makes you feel good, I think maybe not always make you feel good. Every time I say that, I always think of drugs, which is, like, <laughs> such a weird thing. But, you know, like, if yeah. that bread makes you feel good and it's $14, but you feel like it's worth it, mm -hmm. awesome. Well, that's an investment in health, I think. Sure. You could look at it in that way. But like um, eating out, I guess, is a good example. I think that's something most yeah. people can relate to. Like, I guess for Eric and I, we were like, that's an investment in our relationship. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, You're like, they, yeah. literally like spend money and like that goes down the drain. Like that for that thing, we're investing in time together. I think that's more what it is. So I guess it's just how you look at it. I, I, I think it's just, it's really like mindful spending. It's yeah. like, do I enjoy spending money on this? Awesome. Let me do it. 
but do I enjoy spending, you know, $10 at Planet Fitness every month when I never, I don't ever go? No, let me get rid of that. Yep. And that's really right there. Mindful spending to me, which I think is like awesome and really something I was never taught. No, uh, no. I love that. I think we should go into some of the tangible yeah. steps that people can actually take because now we've talked a little bit about like the energetics and your intention behind like what you're spending, taking a look at what you're spending, creating a relationship with your moolah. But then what about like the actual things like in terms of the bank account? And you looked into like high interest um, credit cards or savings accounts. Yeah, I did. But can we, I want to start with tracking your spending first. Yeah. So I want to ask you guys a question. What were the last five purchases that you made? I want you to think about it and then go into your bank account and see if you're right. Because you might not be right and you might surprise yourself. Like, oh, shit, I forgot I bought coffee at Starbucks. Or like, oh. I love that. Interesting. Because I don't, like, that's tough. That's tough to do. I think my last five were Dean's Market yesterday. Um, dinner last night at Thai Kitchen. Great, great dinner. Um my doTERRA <clears throat> oil order, my Vitacost order. And that's the only thing I care. Oh, and gas. Yeah, my last my last one was gas. I'm not going to go through all mine because I don't really feel like reflecting. I just got back from Baltimore, so it was like Whole Foods, Whole Foods, gas. <laughs> There's a Whole Foods right there. It's really great. Um, so you use a, a specific app yes. that helps you and it connects. So I, have, I use an app. It's called Personal Capital. You connect your bank account to it and it literally tracks everything for you. I really love it. So does it section it based on like what you're spending or it just like literally shows you? I, What's the difference between that and your bank account? Because if you went through your bank account, you would have to like add all together all of your, like your total costs, like everything you spent okay. where this just adds it together for you. Like okay. it would be like, how much did I spend in the last month and click and say like negative. Oh, okay. So it will tell you how much is coming gotcha. in and how much you're spending and you'll really be able to, it's just easy to look at. You don't okay. have to plug it. Cause I know some apps it's like, Oh, I just got gas. Let me type it in where mm -hmm. this is like, it's hooked to your bank account. So it's seeing what you're doing mm -hmm. and just telling you right there. So say I ch check at the end of this month and it will say how much I spent this month and I don't have to add anything gotcha. or any of that. I personally, um, want to check it, start checking it weekly. Mm -hmm. I think that's better. Um, because that's really taking control because you can hit it at the end of the month and be like, Oh, right. Okay. Like I didn't know that. So I like that app. Um, but I, I know you do you have a different one you use or? Well, mine is more for like business expenses. So if you're like running your own, like, I mean, mine's a very small business. I am the only employee of the business. Um, energetically, it's large. Energetically, it's <laughs> very large. But this is like a coaching business, workshops, yoga. And one of my intentions this year was to like be really on top of like what I'm actually spending my money on because I do have a lot of expenses, um, mostly technology related. But I wanted to have a place where I can track my income, where I can track my expenses and um, just have everything in one place. So I'm using a company called Wave Financial and it's a free online like accounting software. Um, I think it makes it really easy for people at the end of the year because I do quarterly taxes. So it's not just once a year. It's every quarter. Um, so it makes it a lot easier just to be able to like see what's going in and out. People could also use QuickBooks. Mm -hmm. They've heard of that. Yeah, people love QuickBooks. Um, it's like not as user-friendly as this one. So that's why yeah, I'm like, all about no. the user-friendly. Yeah, no, same. Um, and I forget the other one. But I think it's just super, it's been really helpful. Just to, like lay it out there and yeah. be like, okay, I see you. Okay, like, yeah, yeah, you. yeah. Literally, and now I'm aware. I think that's the biggest thing. Yeah, the awareness around it. Yeah. Um. 
So another thing I want to talk about is high interest savings account. They are normally offered online. So it's an online savings account that you would have. So it would be separate normally from your regular checking account, which I like because it's not easy to dip into. To be like, oh, you know, let me just dip into my savings and pull it out. It's not. Um, so good sites is uh, Capital One Three Sixty. There is another one, Ally Bank, and then another good one is Barclays. Is that the same? I don't think so. I've never heard of that. That Barclays? has really high interest rates. My brother uses it. I have to look. You guys can look too. Um, and that's smart American your Express, normal, your normal savings. bank account, savings account, like if you're using Chase or TD Bank or whatever, is like you're probably getting five cents a month. You're getting like, like literally getting nothing. nothing. I think it's one percent. Like the major large banks, unfortunately, kind of fuck you over, and that's why it's also good. I mean, they don't fuck you over, that's a little dramatic, but like you're not getting that high interest savings, yeah. and you're probably getting additional fees that are going onto your card. That it's just that's again the awareness mm -hmm. you might be getting fees for like maintenance of your savings account and it's mm -hmm. like what so just p also by tracking your savings or your spending you might be oh, like no. oh what is this five dollar fee you know whatever bank so interesting yeah so i the online savings account high interest is really really awesome i definitely recommend opening mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. um the last thing would be credit cards that can help you make money yes i use um the chase sapphire rewards card Oh, you do? Yeah. Dude, I hear great things about Chase really Sapphire. It's great. And I, there's a monthly or a yearly fee of $95. But I've gotten flights. Like, I use a lot of it for flights. I think we went on our honeymoon for, like, nothing because we put all of our flights, like, on the card. So, basically, you get cash back when you spend on, like, travel, food out, um, and things like that. And it's been really, really it's been great. Like, yeah. I want to make money on my money. Who yeah. doesn't? Like, yeah. be smart about it. For it's real. Great. Um. We just, me and Dan, boyfriend, <laughs> just switched um, to a Discover card. I think it's Discover It. There's different ones, so I, I'm not positive. So, um, yeah, and I think I'm still diving into what card works best for Capital me. Capital One also has um, Quicksilver. Yes. So we decided upon, and Amazon actually offers a credit card that has amazing benefits. Smart. Amazing. Good I know. Job, I know. Company. <laughs> Amazing benefits. So, Smart. but also just looking at like what would work best for you, you know? So what percentage are you getting back for different things? If it's just eating out and you, I'd never eat out, that's not going to do anything for me. Mm -hmm. So I was looking for like groceries or just mm -hmm. overall spending. Yeah. Because that's all I put on my card. It's literally groceries in my gym. And so it's like, you know, if I'm getting 3% back on gas, that's awesome. But how much am I really spending on gas a month? Mm -hmm. I'm really not spending that much on gas. Mm -hmm. So it's really just making that card work for you so you can get the rewards and paying attention to it, paying it off immediately. Mm -hmm. Don't spend what you don't have, especially not in your credit card because yep. it probably has a really high interest rate. Yep. That's how they get That's you. That's what a APR, AARP? APR. APR. Yeah. Pay attention to that. I think AARP. AARP. No, no, that's like old, old. Yeah. <laughs> old people. Sorry. I was going to not say that, but that's what it is. Um, that's really funny. Senior citizens. But I think this is a really, I'm like happy that we're having this conversation and sharing it with everyone yeah. because this is important. Like it's not just the tangible things, but also what is your relationship with, like with money? Yeah. Or it's not just what your relationship is like. It's also having these tangible tools that you can utilize to be more aware and not just be like chanting and crystalling your, yes. your money. That's great to crystal your money, <laughs> but like maybe get that savings let's account going. <laughs> yeah. Let's put it all together. 
And I feel like that's also what we like to do with this mm-hmm. podcast is like, you know, we love the energetics, but like, what are the tangible steps we yeah. could actually take? Yeah. So that's our grounding earth signs that we both have. Oh my gosh. I'm like so earthy. It's something else. That's so funny. People normally always think I'm just earthy because I'm normally like when I teach a yoga class, I'm like, inhale. Oh yeah. You're like, oh, but I'm not, I'm like actually very fiery and also like in the air. So mm-hmm. it just depends on what you get me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Literally. All right, guys. This has been great. Thank you. We hope you learned something. Let us know if you have questions. You can reach out to either one of our Instagrams. We always link it in the bio. And we're excited to be here with you guys next week. Yeah, and share more fun stuff with you guys. Yeah. Adios. All right. Bye, guys. (laughs)